Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunch. Out of tune? If you're irregular due to lack of bulk, get back in tune with help from Kellogg's All Brand. Kellogg's All Brand keeps you right on pitch. There's only one All Brand, Kellogg's All Brand, combining proved effectiveness, appetizing taste, and crispness. Fight constipation as millions do with Kellogg's All Brand. A double L hyphen B R A N. Hey, for Pete's sake, what are you doing downstairs in the middle of the night? Where's that magnifying glass we used to have in the desk? Well, I don't know, but it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to look for it. What do you, what do you want with a magnifying glass at three o'clock in the morning? You run back to bed. I'm sorry I woke you up. I... Knock over that chair reaching for the lamp in the dark. And listen. What are you doing? Racket. I couldn't sleep anyhow. I thought I'd get out the atlas and go over the state of Montana with a magnifying glass. See if I could find anything that even sounds like Otombe. Oh, now look, you kept me awake night before this worrying about Aunt Effie, and you spend the day worrying because we haven't had a letter from her. So we decided to stop worrying. See if a letter comes tomorrow morning, or rather today. I know, I know, but I can't help it if I can't sleep. It's all very well to say to somebody, stop worrying. That doesn't make them stop, you know. Honey, didn't we decide we were probably worrying over nothing? Yes, we did decide that, and then I started right in worrying all over again. It isn't like Aunt Effie, first of all, to elope with Mr. Whittaker, to sneak out in the middle of the night, catch a plane to Chicago and meet him, and then to go on a honeymoon to Mexico City and not even write us a letter in two weeks. Now, we should have had a letter by this time, telling us what her address is going to be in Montana, and if if she wants me to pack up the rest of her things and send them on to her, what their plans are. I mean, we, 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 we've heard nothing, and I, I, I just don't like it. I'm, well, I, I just... must admit, the strangest part to me is that we can't find any town in Montana where Mr. Whitaker said he lived. It's the part I can't get out of my mind. Are you sure it was Otombe? That's what I thought, but I'm going over every inch of Montana and see if there's anything that sounds like it. Oh, you know, I just can't bear the thought that maybe Aunt Effie's been taken in by an adventure. Well, 
Well, after all, let's face it. We don't know anything about him, really. Yeah. Well, by golly, I hope there's a letter from her in the morning. Yeah. If not, dear, maybe we'd better go to the police. <laughs> Oh, this miserable cold. And my sinuses. Haven't you heard about Dristan? Dristan decongestant tablets for real relief from cold misery and sinus congestion. Dristan is the revolutionary three-layer tablet which for the first time makes it possible to unite certain medically proven ingredients into one fast-acting, uncoated tablet. Dristan not only helps drain all eight sinus cavities, critical areas of cold infection, but circulating through the blood, Dristan's decongestant reaches all congested areas, shrinks all swollen membranes, relieves pressure and pain. An exclusive anti-allergent helps keep breathing passages dry and clear. Pain relievers reduce body aches, fever. Vitamin C helps build body resistance. This is Dristan. Today, Dristan is widely imitated. But the exclusive Dristan formula cannot be duplicated. There's nothing, nothing like Dristan decongestant tablets. Now, you see, your aunt, <coughs> this, uh, this woman by the name of Effie Sorensen eloped? Yes, that's right, Miss Henry. That's right, Miss Over two weeks ago. Sunday, December 27th, to be exact. Now, we all gone to bed, and apparently she crept out of the house after we were asleep and caught the midnight plane to Chicago. Now, to begin with, it isn't at all like her to do a thing like that. Well, no, when we're in love, I, I guess we human beings sometimes do things we wouldn't ordinarily do. Well, Aunt Effie was scared to pieces to be out at night by herself. She must have called a taxi to the airport, and ordinarily she'd even have been scared of the cab driver. Oh, no, now, Mrs. Piper, she was eloping. Love makes people courageous. <laughs> yes, that's true, honey, that's true. And you know Aunt Effie's been crazy about Mr. Whitaker ever since she met him. Well, I don't care. It wasn't like Aunt Effie to do that. Also, we haven't heard from her for two weeks, over two weeks, except a phone call New Year's Eve from Mexico City. Well, how did you know she was married? She sent us a telegram the next morning. Yes, from from, Chicago. That's right. Mm -hmm. they, they're saying they'd been married and they were on their way to Mexico City. When she called New Year's Eve, the connection was so bad and, well, it was most unsatisfactory. And she said she'd write the next day, and we've never had even a postcard. Yeah, not even a postcard. No, none of her friends or family have had a single word from her, and it isn't like Aunt Effie. Is well, it? no, Mrs. No. Piper, your aunt's on her honeymoon. Now, that's hardly the time to sit down and catch up on your correspondence, huh? <laughs> Mr. Whittaker told us he was from Otombe, Montana, that he had a grain and feed store there, and there is no Otombe, Montana. What was that? I couldn't find it on the atlas, and yesterday I checked with the AAA. There is no Atombe, Montana. I think this Mr. Whittaker married Aunt Effie for her money. Oh, and she has... she's a wealthy woman, huh? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 for Pete's sake. Well, she owns that house with Aunt Martha, well. and she has some savings, but she'll be worth money if Mr. Whittaker takes out a life insurance policy on her and then, then murders her. Oh, honey. I've read about things. Darling, my wife is upset, as you can see. And I'm afraid she's a little inclined to think the worst. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I like don't think Mr. Whitaker would do anything like that. Oh, you don't. Well, Mr. Piper, your wife may be right, I'm sorry to say. Uh, how old a woman is your aunt? Oh, well, she's... She's over 21. 
Over 21. Let me say that woman's in her... Here, never mind. Aunt Effie would be furious if we told her age. You know how fussy she is about that. Well, I will have to have a description, Mrs. Piper. Well, you can say that she is over 40. Over 40, darling. Dear, dear, dear. She looks, let us say, 55. Okay, 55. Yeah. Now, uh, where did she meet the Calvin Whitaker, and how long has she known him? Well, yeah. we, met him, we met him in Europe. Paris, the In Paris, yeah. We were on a tour of the nightclubs, a you know. A regular guided one tour. One of those guided mm. tours. And he, well, this guy, he seemed very nice. Then and we met him in Italy. In Italy, and then and he rented a car, as a matter of fact. He insisted on driving us around. That's right. Oh, he couldn't have been nicer. I mean, he was charming and sweet and generous, and, you know, he yeah. seemed to adore Oh, Aunt he Effie. was crazy about Aunt Effie. He took her out to dinner, you Set know. I'm getting the picture. Yeah. Sounds true to type. You think he, he is a, a... Well, what does he look like? Well, well he's, he's a... a medium height, blue eyes, sort of a, a round oh, face. Oh, no, 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 yeah. dear. He has brown eyes and he's rather tall. Not tall? He he's as tall as I am. I think he's taller. What? You're certainly not taller than I am. I, maybe he just seemed that, dear. What he could? He's rather thin. He's not a sort of... thin at all, Whitaker. He wasn't a, not exactly fat, but but solid. Solid. Well, he is thin. He is not solid at all. When we painted that apartment in Rome, he, he changed his clothes. And he was just in his undershirt, you know, and then he looked skinny. Uh, if you don't mind my saying so, the police would have a much easier time of it if people were more observant. Uh, how long did you know him in Europe? Oh, two months, maybe. He seems to have looked different to both of you. Well, I know that he had brown eyes and was very thin. He may not have been tall, but he was thin. And rather bushy eyebrows. Yes, bushy eyebrows are that. I don't think he had bushy eyebrows at all. That's what I remember about him. He had bushy hair. We talked about that. Don't you know we said how his hair kept falling over his forehead? His eyebrows were bushy, and he had kind of a crooked smile, sort of sly. Well, he had a rather nice, pleasant smile. We talked about what a nice smile Mr. Why Whitaker had. Why do you keep trying to say something nice about him all the time? I don't. I don't. But as a matter of fact, he was nice. And we don't know yet that he is a crook. Uh, Mr. Know? Piper, is your aunt, uh, well, uh, an attractive woman? Oh, oh <laughs> yes. She's just darling. Oh, honey, let's face it. And Effie She's is... an attractive woman, oh, not just because she's not another Marilyn Monroe. Well, all right, all right, all right. She's not what you'd call another... No, not another Marilyn Monroe, Lieutenant, but she's very pleasant. She's very sweet. I get the picture. You get the picture. <clears throat> now, if you two would just try to fill me in on a few more fairly accurate details, I'll get in touch with the police in Mexico City. Return to the couple next door in just a moment. Remember the comedy sketch that begins with a racetrack tout muttering, Hey, buddy, come in a minute. It's always good for laughs when the fall guy is touted off the sure thing and out of the hay burner to finish his last. But when something like that happens in real life, it can be tragic. How many people do you know who invest hard cash savings in fly-by-night get-rich-quick schemes with built-in boomerangs? Take oil stocks, gold bricks, real estate underwater. There's no end to the ways people looking for easy profits can be taken. And that's the key, you know, easy profits. The only one who makes them is the swindler who takes in the gullible. Practical people never get swindled. They investigate before they invest. The advice of a reputable broker or financial advisor should be sought. Doesn't hurt to get more than one opinion to weigh conflicting opinions carefully. If you have money to invest, fine. 
Put it to work for you and the nation's economy. But CBS Radio urges, heed this warning. Investigate before you invest. Well, frankly, I think we'd better go to bed. I'm not going to stay up all night. If the police find out anything, they'll call us. When you go to bed, I can't sleep anyhow. Honestly, when I think of you telling the lieutenant that Aunt Effie had brown eyes... Well, I thought she had brown eyes. She's been practically living with us for a year. Her eyes were almost as blue as a robin's egg. Well, I never thought about what color her eyes were. Oh, honestly, this whole thing seems like a nightmare. Oh, oh, maybe the preacher heard something. Oh, you get it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Hello? Next door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. 